Why did I turn to treats when I was down? You know, that might be one for you. Why do I turn to this? Well, look in your childhood. Maybe you have a lot of happy memories around food and it felt like comfort. You know, for me, going over to my grandparents' house and they always had dessert after their meals. And it was always just a small portion with like a little pudding cup. But those memories really are ingrained. And so then it's very easy to then as adults make that same connection with the food where we're like, I'm feeling down. Oh, I want to go treat myself to some pudding or, you know, in Bob Green's case, it was apple pie. His dad would sit around and have apple pie and ice cream and they'd play games. And it was his connection to happiness, his connection to comfort. What are you doing to create your dream life or your best self? Why do we see some thrive through challenges while others struggle? Welcome to Effort, a podcast where I talk about the main Fs in my life that have helped me in creating my best self. Faith, family, forgiveness, food, fitness, and formula. Hi, my name is Amy Ledeen, and most would say that I've had my fair share of struggles, whether it was placing my baby for adoption at 18, facing my marriage-ending affair, or battling stage four cancer for almost seven years, it's safe to say that I've been through a lot. Join me as I take you through my story, my journeys, and share with you the tactical strategies every single week that will help you thrive and overcome anything you face. That's right, I'm gonna show you how to create a future self that you'll be proud of. So buckle up, get ready for the ride as I take you through my story and bring other guests on that have helped me along the way. Hello, hello, welcome to the Effort Podcast. My name is Amy Ladine, and today we're gonna be diving right in and talking about food. Food and sabotage and how this could possibly relate to you. Hopefully by the end of this podcast, you go away, one, having some awareness around your own connections to food, and two, a plan of action of what you want to do, you know, moving forward. Because once you have this awareness, it changes everything with these decisions in the future. Now, sabotage. Why do we sabotage when we know that there's something we want so badly? Like we're like, listen, my goal is to lose 20 pounds. And then two days later, you're driving through Dairy Queen getting a blizzard, right? And you're like, this is, I want it so badly. Like I really want to lose this weight, I promise you. Yet your behaviors at times don't necessarily align with that. Now, for me, I'd pretty much gotten rid of the majority of my sabotaging behaviors, you know, just through the years. But every now and then I would have these times or periods where it was like I was on autopilot and it just was a place that I would go. I would turn right to food the moment these situations would happen. And I didn't stop to make the connection. Now rewind, I remember years ago listening to Oprah Winfrey. She had a guy on named Bob Green and he had a book called Making the Connection. I'm telling you, I know it might not even be in you know print anymore, but it is something you definitely, um, if you can get your hands on it, go read it. It's an easy read, but it is all about finding the connections in your past to your present. Why do you turn to certain things? Because for a lot of us, Food could be a comfort, it could be a stress relief, but a lot of times it's these connections to happy times. You know, Bob gave the example because he struggled with his weight and Bob gave the example of his connection to food was 
you know, love and happiness. They had some of the best desserts and treats and things all together as a family. So when he was feeling lonely or down, he would turn to food because he had seen the connection unconsciously that it was a comfort. Okay. And so a lot of us need to rewire and change some of those old, you know, uh, unconscious behaviors that we're having. And so that's one way is just first finding the connection. Why do I turn to these things? And then rewiring it that I don't need these things to be happy. Now, mine came from a little bit of a different place. I could not understand why I would sabotage when I was alone. So let me kind of give a little bit more into that. So my husband, you know, my ex-husband, Kevin, was in the military. And so he was deployed on submarines and he'd go out for anywhere from, you know, probably 40 to 80 days, depending on the patrol. And then, you know, come back. We really didn't have a lot of communication during that time and he was gone. And well, hey, once I learned of these connections, I got better with decision making. But for me, that first day or two when I was alone, I would go ham on food consumption. I would find any way. I, I don't even like to use the word cheat, but it was, I was cheating on myself. I mean, it was like the, he would deploy. And that afternoon I would already be at Publix picking up all the treats that I wanted. I mean, and just, it was like a binge fest. And the crazy thing is, you know, people would think, well, wow, was your, was your husband, you know, like on your case about what you ate? No, I mean, couldn't even be further from the, you know, the reality. He was always supportive of what he ate or what I didn't eat. He didn't judge me. There was none of that. But what I hadn't really addressed was my childhood. Now, when I was a kid and you know what, listen, parents do the best they can with what they know how, how I struggled. I was, I was chubbier than my brothers and not knowing, I think the impact this was going to have on me, my father, sometimes when I would be picking things, you know, candies or treats, he would say things to me like, you know, are you sure you should be eating that? Or don't you think that you should be, you know, waiting to have that? And that kind of already set the ball in motion for me to become kind of a closet or secret eater where I would eat those things in, you know, secret and people would not see those, right? And it was a form of control, me not even knowing that it was a form of control. Now, fast forward to my adult life where I don't have that person controlling me or telling me what I can do, but my brain goes back to, seven-year-old Amy. And so for me, it was a form of rebellion. When Kevin would leave and deploy those first couple days, I'm like, I'll show you. And really it was me really speaking to my father, like, I'll show you what I can do. And I would, you know, gorge and indulge. And it was so frustrating to me because I did not know this connection at all, but it wasn't until I started journaling. And I suggest everyone, you need to start food journaling when you do have a time where you're not showing up as your best self. You know, you, you drive through and get all the junk or whatever. For me, it was like, I would go by, I'd even sit in my car. I mean, I wouldn't even make it home with the food, you know? And the thing is, if you were to ask my ex-husband, you know, if he thought that I ever behaved the same, he would have been shocked because he never knew that I was having these, you know, saboteur uh, behaviors, you know, I, and I wouldn't understand, you know, why do I just do this when I'm alone? You know, another one for me was why would I feel the need to have 
a last supper. Well, we grew up in a household where my mom was a cereal dieter. And you know what? Sunday nights tended to be the last night before she'd be starting her diet. And so we would all get to enjoy some of those fun things. And you know, sadly, I can relate to this because I have done this. I've been that last supper person. I, you know, it's no surprise. Again, making the connection to our childhood to see where these things come from. You know, um, why did I turn to treats when I was down? You know, that might be one for you. Why do I turn to this? Well, look in your childhood. Maybe you have a lot of happy memories around food and it felt like comfort. You know, for me, going over to my grandparents' house and they always had dessert after their meals. And it was always just a small portion with like a little pudding cup. But those memories really are ingrained. And so then it's very easy to then as, as adults make that same connection with the food where we're like, I'm feeling down. Oh, I want to go treat myself to some pudding or, you know, in Bob Green's case, it was apple pie. His dad would sit around and have apple pie and ice cream and they'd play games. And it was his connection to happiness, his connection to comfort. You know, for me, mine came from a place of control, a place of I'll show you a place of, you know, not showing up as my best self. So why do I share this with you? Because a lot of you are walking around in autopilot, unaware of why you make the decisions that you make. And so for me, this awareness has helped me because guess what? I still struggle with the desire. You know, the last few times, you know, me and Eric have had to have several bouts of times where he's been up in Canada. I've been down here in Florida. Um, and each time he's left, the last two times in particular, I've had this wave of, well, go get your treats, go get your, you know, go to the store and get all those things. And again, Eric could care less if I'm going to go have those things. It's just this old connection. And, you know, but now that I'm aware of it, I'm able to flip that and go, I know this is a story. I know this is an old pattern of mine. I am not going to do this. And then put on that extra armor. When I know he's going to be leaving town, I'm going to talk myself through it the day before, remind myself of my goals, remind myself that this is not what my best self does, remind myself I don't need that control, remind myself that I can have all the things that I want. I'm just choosing not to. And I hope that this helps you as you do some reflection on finding that food connection. You will see the sabotage or your sabotage tendencies not completely go away. I don't believe that things, you know, I believe it's it's like personal development. It's a constant practice and effort and work that you put towards this type of lifestyle. And that's why I share that I still struggle. It just means that I don't act on it as often. So now it's your turn. Take the time to do the reflection. And especially when you're having these times where maybe you're in the middle of a sabotage moment or if it's after a sabotaging moment, See what the connection is to and why you go to food during those times. I hope this helps you. If it does, please leave me a review. I'd love to hear from you. And you know what? Share this with a friend. I think almost everyone can relate to food sabotage to some degree. Okay. 
I'm on a mission. As you know, if you've been following along, I have a goal to be a top 100 podcast. And it's less about that top 100 and more about I want to make an impact. I want more people to hear effort and learn from all the mistakes that I've made, along with me bringing on really special guests for you. So my ask here is this. I want you to screenshot this episode today and share it on your social media. Share it with a friend, you know, tag me in it. Go give me a review, of course, if you're really feeling it and rate me. You know, this is the only way things are going to get seen here. And in a big world of tons and tons of podcasts, I'm hoping that you're going to choose mine and help me on my mission.